0: good morning everyone this is judith acope you're listening to Mad love welcome good morning hope all is well with you today it's tuesday march 23rd we are just cruising through this year i mean this is incredible really the pace seems so fast but you know when i was a kid it just seemed like everything took so long you know like third grade lasted forever But now I can't even remember 2002, (laughs) you know, unless something major happened in that year. They're indistinguishable. The 2000s for me anyway. So, um, like I said yesterday, if you're counting on me to give you like some in-depth analysis on that QAnon thing on HBO, I'm sorry. I'm not the one Uh, I tried. I watched probably over half of the first episode and it's it's so quirky and so weird it it bothers me that people are buying into this in the numbers that they're buying into it you know sort of like bitcoin and I up until last week I owned some bitcoin but nobody knows where it's coming from nobody knows who the creator is we know the name that that they've given us, it's Japanese, I think it's Satoshi something, but, you know, the, nobody believes that's the real, they can't find a human being that matches um, this name, you know. So who is really behind Bitcoin? There's, uh, there's one billionaire who believes it's some sort of Russian concoction. And when people find out uh, who really owns it, they'll drop it like a hot potato. And, um, you know, so it's sort of like that, this love of mystery, this love of getting involved with things we completely don't understand or know what they truly and fully represent. Uh, That's where we are, you know? We're sort of in like this counterculture place. It's weird. Um, And QAnon, when you watch this or read anything about it, it's just so mysterious. Nothing really seems factual. But there's enough stuff there just to make you go, hmm, like maybe this could be a thing. But you know, the stuff that they see the stuff where they see clues. I mean, it's some beautiful mind shit. It's really, really deep. And I can't watch it because it's just too real. It cuts too close to the bone, really. (laughs) And you know, there's some rabbit holes I just can't go down because I don't want to wrap my brain around that. I don't want to wrap my brain around the fact that people will read notes from a mysterious man on the Internet and go look for, uh, you know, political and famous people that they believe are child sex traffickers and eat eat the babies, too. They don't just... Uh, Sexually assault them. They also eat the children. So there's that. Um, yeah, that's too much. They were very much behind the uh, attempted overthrow of the government, and because they all believe Trump was in on it, um, they were mostly shocked that he didn't pardon them, especially the dude with the horns on his head. Uh, who requires organic food in prison. So, I mean, I don't know. It feels very cult-like and cults seem to be huge right now. Um, And I think, I wonder if it's because people don't go to church anymore. You know, people like instruction, people like indoctrination. So they just kind of want to be told what to do. Some people, most people, stand over here, vote for this person, do this, do that. They don't really do the the legwork, you know? So if you could just tell me what to do and then I'll be happy, that's great. I'd rather do that than, you know, continuing to try to figure it out myself because I haven't been successful at that. So I'm just going to do what you say. There's There's an element of people, there are an element of people who really live like that. And that's why religion was such... Uh, a big part of you know a certainly american culture um you know while we have our differences almost every uh race and creed in america has some sort of religious connection there a religion that stares and that was the whole point uh of america was all these freedoms and one of those was you know i don't have to be um you know catholic or i don't have to be uh Anglican or any I can go and worship the way I want to and so that's a big part of you know the American fabric I mean people focus on the guns but religion was a big piece too and so without it being as big of a presence because I don't know how many people have to go to church today like even I went to church like I said I went to Catholic school so I had to go to mass um I had to learn about God and Jesus and Mary through in school. And then my mom's Baptist. And so I went to church with her and got baptized Baptist. So I was in church a lot. And then my dad belonged to a whole nother church. So he was in church too. So it was like, we, uh, you know, we were always going to church and, uh, I don't know that people do that now. And maybe those people who aren't particularly religious or spiritual, need something. So they glom onto some weird dude dropping uh, odd hints on the uh, internet. I don't know. It's strange. But it's real, and you can't dismiss it. Like, the worst thing we could ever do is just be like, ah, because the, the numbers of people who follow this stuff are large and vast. So it's worth noting and paying attention to, um, and the sad part is, yes, there there is child sex trafficking going on, you know, and there are links to put Trump involved with it because he was friends with uh, that awful Jeffrey Epstein, um, which I think is part of the reason why Jeffrey Epstein didn't survive jail, you know. So, I I mean, that's probably a conspiracy theory, but it, it's not as far out as eating babies, you know what I mean? I think some of this stuff came up to throw people off the real scent, which is, you know, Bill Clinton, uh, Prince. What was the Prince? What was his name? What's, what's the guy? What's uh, Charles's brother, Prince Andrew. Uh, there's another person, Trump and some other famous people were friends with Jeffrey Epstein. They went to his island where he had underage girls, there for sex, you know? Um, so yeah, that's actually something that can be documented. And I think some of this QAnon stuff must've come up just to throw you off the scent of that. But yeah, it's fascinating. Don't dismiss it, but it is fascinating. Another thing I wanna talk about is yes, the media the me I have a real news media in America. I have a real difficult time with it because I studied journalism, and I had an excellent professor at Howard, and she was actually on loan to us from American University I think, and she always made it clear like don't believe what you what you see on the news. The news is an entertainment package put together. Uh, just like anything else to get your attention. That's why it's always murders and crime, like all the stuff that that didn't happen to you in that particular day. Like it's not the experience for everybody in a day. But you know, it's kind of a downer, you know, and uh, they want to make sure they get likes and views and clicks and stuff, just like any other program. And so Yeah, I'm looking at it and I get it. Yes, there are people who are struggling mightily. If you were struggling a little bit before COVID, you're definitely struggling a lot now. But that's not everybody. Have you guys checked the housing market? Housing prices are bananas. People are. are, So here's what happened. People who didn't suffer financially during COVID, they still have money and they still want to spend it. And you were stuck in a house for months at a time and you realize this is not the house for us or me or I need my own house or whatever you decided. So now you want to make moves. And now people with decent income and and no financial trauma are trying to make moves. And the market is crazy. It is definitely a seller's market right now. It flipped because early on in COVID, it felt like a buyer's market. Everything was going to be available to you if you were on the market to buy something. And now everybody, you know, some of the dust is settled and a lot of people, everybody who was okay during COVID financially are like, well, I still need a new car. I still need a new house. I still want to move to California or I want to move from California to Texas, which is a big theme. Uh, and from here to Texas, too. Everybody wants to go to Texas. Uh, Texas is going to be blue very soon, just like Georgia. Watch. And so, you know, people are making moves and the markets are nuts. So, you know, stock market last year was it never cooled off. Um people had all the faith in the world, I guess, in Trump's willingness to leave it alone and just let the market do what it does. Uh I don't feel like people have that faith in because it goes up and then it goes down. It goes up, then it goes down. But I think it's still steady and still a great way uh to To make some money, um, but yeah, you know, if you want to park cash somewhere else, I get it. Um, I use Constant. The only problem I have with Constant, they have a great interest rate, but the only issue I have is that it's really hard to deposit money into your accounts there. So I haven't pulled money out yet, but I just I anticipate it will be as frustrating as it is to try to put money in there, and because it's kind of a new thing. I haven't parked a ton of cash over there, but just some just to see. And, you know, it's nice to get 6% interest in this climate because my credit union is giving on my checking accounts something like 0.2% or something crazy low. So anyway, um, yeah, I COVID hasn't affected everybody. And if you still have some some cash, Don't sleep on it. Figure out the best thing to do with it. Um, Invest it somewhere. Park it somewhere. Find a good interest rate. uh, Do something with it. Don't waste this opportunity because everybody's not struggling. Yes, some are. Some are struggling mightily. Some were struggling prior to COVID as well. So, I mean, if you were having issues before COVID, I can't imagine that, that it's been better for you. Uh, but I've known people who through this time who've gotten promotions, uh, bought new houses, bought new cars, um, moved to different cities. Like there's all kinds of stuff going on. Life is still going on. So don't miss out is my point. And then finally, I think I just want to touch on. Uh, I didn't realize. So I have mentioned before that I was working on myself. And one of the things I'm working on is being a better receiver. You know, certainly I can receive a compliment, but after that, I have a ton of resistance. What I mean by that is I'll say, I want this, Uh, say I want to buy a new house. And then I'll have like at least five thoughts as to why it would never happen. That's called resistance. And I never realized that until... I mean, I knew it was there, but I didn't realize how badly I had that until I started this project a couple of weeks ago by being a better receiver. I've worked really hard in the last year to be a better giver. I have been more uh, philanthropic than I've ever been in my life, which I'm not saying, you know, I'm not giving away millions of dollars. Uh, I'm just saying I'm giving more than I've ever given before. I'm looking for opportunities every day to be more generous, whether it's tipping somebody more than I normally would or, um, you know, buying a person's coffee behind me or buying somebody a gift that I wouldn't normally do. You know what I mean? Just trying to be more generous, donating money. they got donated to feeding america for the first time i've given gener- generously for me anyway to howard university which is crazy i love the school and i never donated until last year that was the first time uh it was crazy so anyway i'm just trying to be more generous uh and it comes back it's really weird i've got people who are supporting monthly supporters of this podcast uh that's incredible to me. There is a link if you go to madlovepodcast.com before you ask me, uh, madlovepodcast.com, you will see support this podcast and you click that link and you can sign up and do it that way. Um, that's awesome. Uh, there have been times I've just gotten rando checks in the mail or rando deposits in my bank account from things I've forgotten about. then um, the money just shows right back up. You know, it's like I give it away and it comes right back. So it's really fascinating how that works. It's true. It does work. Um, Whatever you want really badly, uh, the best way to receive it is to give it to someone else. It's true. Um, And I didn't understand that. So, you know, a lot of times now, last year, I made a big push into startups. There are all these companies now that will let you invest fractionally into startups as just a regular person. Um you have to show that you have income and can afford to do it. But you know, for a couple hundred bucks you can be in on a startup and I did that for three, four. I did four startups last year. And before I had this major car repair, I was going to do <laughs> some more. So I have to see how things uh settle cuz I'm pretty convinced I'm buying a new car now. Um but I was going to definitely get more um more startups. But yeah, and on a on a side note, it's weird when sales happen all the time. And some people are super aggressive trying to sell you stuff. But it's weird how unaggressive the lady who is uh, coordinating my uh, loaner car is about selling me that car. I've dropped like four major hints that I'm on the market for a car. And she's just sort of like, okay, you can come pick up your car. And I'm like, dude, and I've worked car sales before. I worked in a car, the car industry. I was actually selling a service, not the cars. But as soon as I knew somebody wanted to buy it, like I was on it. I made sure my sales department knew and got in contact and all that. Made it as easy as possible to buy a car. This lady does not do that. And she's, a, she's great at what she does, but she she's clearly not a salesperson. But anyway, so part of where I am in my journey right now is learning to be a better receiver, I have to receive things, I have too much resistance. And I don't know who needs to hear this. And I don't know if you have this problem, too. But people who loved us planted these ideas and managed our expectations. And so it's a reflex. To say, oh, I want to buy a new house. And then you're but you can't afford it. You won't be able to, you might not find something you like. You won't be able to make the payments. You won't be able, it's like five or six things that come up. You don't want to cut grass. So why would you do that? And it's like in your brain, but it's like a real thing. And they're straight up stop signs. And so a lot of the times, the things that I want, I'm pushing them away. Because as soon as I think I want them, then I go, oh, well, here's the 10 reasons why I'll never get them. So, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And now that I started paying attention to it, I do it all the time. And it could be as big as something like, I'm going to stop and get a cup of coffee. You don't need any more caffeine. Um, Starbucks is too high. Look at the line. It's going to be crazy long. Don't even stop there. It, it, it could be something small like that. Or it could be something big like, oh, I'm going to buy this loaner car I have. Then you go all the reasons why you shouldn't and couldn't and wouldn't get that. And it's like, they're all Imaginary because nothing has actually happened yet and it's like I have just pushed all these things away I look back and I think how many great wonderful people have I pushed away with this imaginary stop sign stuff how many jobs have I pushed away how many great things could have been happening to through and for me but I just sort of like because of force of habit in the way i The environment I was raised in and the the way I fully embraced this way of thinking. And it's not just my immediate environment. It's like, you know, especially in the black community, it seems like there's always somebody who will be there to tell you everything. And I don't, I don't mean, I don't know. I only grew up being black in a black neighborhood. So that's all I understand. I'm going to guess it happens everywhere, but certainly In my neighborhood, there were tons, and we call them haters now. But back then, I don't know if we had a a catchy phrase for them, but they were just the person to be like, oh, you ain't going to get that. Oh, you ain't going to. And it was just repeatedly, oh, you ain't going to get that car. Oh, your daddy ain't going to get no new job. You know, (laughs) it was always a person who was ready to tell you what you you weren't going to get and how your family wasn't going to, you know, be successful. In fact, I remember in high school, that was almost like a sport. You know, you could be like, oh, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get no new uh, car. Your family can't afford nothing like that. Or, and even though we were all in Catholic school, you know, we were, our parents were paying tuition. We weren't poor kids is what I'm saying. But everybody could always, you know, figure out a reason why you weren't going to do something. And you know, I this think over time, especially as you become an adult, it just becomes overwhelmingly clear that this is this is just a reflex and it's a defense mechanism because you think you're protecting yourself from pain of not getting what you want. But you're really just keeping yourself from getting what you want. You know? So, I don't know if that makes any sense and I don't know if it's too convoluted. I'm still working it out for myself, but if you needed to hear that and if it resonates with you in any kind of way, you know, yeah, you're welcome because <laughs> I'm working on it and and I'm a pretty positive person. I think most people who know me would be like, you, you're you so negative. I mean, you're not really next. See, I am negative. They wouldn't say that. They would say you, you seem positive, but I am more negative than I want to admit there's a negative charge to this battery. So I got to work on it. I'm working on it. And it just feels like people need to hear that too. You know, and, and you can't expect other people to give you things that you don't even give yourself. Right. So, you know, this, this is true for everything. You got to learn how to receive a compliment. You got to learn how to give yourself a compliment and you got to feel good about yourself. And it doesn't matter. It can't matter if there's someone else outside of you telling you, you know, that you're beautiful or telling you that you're not beautiful, whatever. It doesn't matter. Everything that you're searching for is an inside game. It's all internal. No one ever turns you down for anything that you really want or need. You get it. It's just you with these stop signs. And then you but you think you're just, you know, keeping yourself safe. But in reality, you're just keeping yourself stuck. So I'm getting free. I'm gnawing my leg off and freeing myself. And uh, I hope that anybody who wants to do that also feels inspired by this message because I'm it doesn't sound like it, but I'm trying to inspire you. (laughs) So yeah, I'm learning, and uh, it's a journey. And you never learn this shit in school. Like, I I just can't imagine what the last 25 years would have been like if somebody had been like, "Dude, stop! You know, st- getting in your own way. Get out of your own way, and watch your life flourish. Because it always works out. You just gotta have faith, and you gotta believe in something bigger than yourself. And you gotta know that you don't know everything. And sometimes the shit you say to yourself is wrong." You know, the protective stuff, like don't go down that dark alley. Yeah, listen to that. You know, there's somebody waiting to hit you in the head, probably down that dark alley. Yeah, don't go down. To honor that. That's a good feeling. Hey, don't pick up hitchhikers. Yes, there are, that's not what I'm talking about. Those gut instincts that keep you physically safe. Yes, do those always, you know. Um, but the other stuff, the inside stuff, the simple stuff, like... I want to meet somebody great and amazing who makes me laugh. You ain't never met nobody like that before. Dudes like that don't live here. I mean, I have all kinds of stuff. Don't do that. Just don't do that. You know, keep an open mind. Just wake up and be ready to receive whatever great things are coming your way and believe it's yours and you deserve it. You know, nothing's too good to be true. It's just not. That's just some bullshit somebody fed us. I reject that. All right. Happy Tuesday, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Sorry, I just needed to I just needed to make myself laugh. All right. Have a great, great, great day. Be your best.